Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Jenny, hello. <laughs> oh, I don't know what was happening. Technology, eh? Technology, that's what it's about, eh? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. And you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for inviting me to join you. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Um, so just for a little bit of context for you, Jenny, um, the the you are episode number 29 of this particular happiness podcast. Okay. And the, I suppose the whole idea behind the podcast is to almost create a real life definition of happiness. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, now, obviously, we have the, the, the dictionary definition of happiness. Um, okay. But obviously, I kind of want to sort of add a bit of real life experience into the the, the mix, as it Okay. Um, yeah. So, just to kick things off, um, I was just wondering if. Uh, you could give us a little bit of a, an introduction as to who you are. Okay, right. I am Jenny Jones, uh, a mother of two. I originate from Sierra Leone in West Africa, but I came to England when I was 15 to join my parents. I have a little serious job as an accountant, and then I've got the other side as a happiness coach. I suppose you don't see many happy accountant. <laughs> it, 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 they are very two polar opposite roles. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So that's quite an interesting, in, interesting balance going from the, the the almost seriousness of being an accountant to the. Um, joyfulness of being a happiness coach. Yes, that's very interesting. You see, because in accountancy, you've got a double concept saying there's a every debit, there's a credit. So I guess in life, we all have two personalities. We have the serious side and we have that fun side waiting to get out. That's a very good way of looking at it. I like that. That's a very good way of looking at it. So... I'm going to ask you a question now that's quite an, an easy question to ask, but it's quite a thought-provoking question to answer. Okay. So the question is quite simply, what does happiness mean to you? Oh, that's a very, very loaded question. What does happiness mean to me? I mean, for me, happiness... Um, is a thing that I have to do to feel a kind of emotion. So I have to do something to make me feel happy. But I also look at it, when I look at happiness, I look at joy. Yes. So you know, there's a two things sometimes that I toy between what is joy and what is happiness. So to me, I would say I have inner joy, which is like a spiritual concept to me. 
And happiness is a thing, something, I have to do something or something has to be happen for me to be happy. While I'm joyful, it doesn't matter what state I'm in, I have just got joy inside me. Okay. So is happiness then an, an experience of something? To me, happiness is an experience um, of something because if I if you see me now, you might say, oh, Jenny, you're that happy and bubbly person. You always seem to be happy. But there was a time in my life when I lost my happiness and my reason to smile because I had some personal challenges that I went through. So for about five years, I couldn't even say I was happy. I couldn't even see anything that made me happy, even though I had my children. So during that point, it was like I was in a deep hole, deep, deep hole, and I couldn't see my way out of it. So my happiness, nothing I could do could make me happy. I think I wasn't even thinking about being happy. I was just going, doing life on automatic pilot. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I think when I recovered from all that period when I was depressed, I was sad, low self-esteem, I then had to search, like, what is happiness? What do I need to do to make me happy? Then I realized that happiness is an experience. If I look back home in Sierra Leone, you know, even though some people are poor, when it rains, and it rains on the roof. It makes a lovely sound, and we used to dance to the rain. So that was pure happiness. So I started looking at the simple things, going back to my childhood, and said to me, happiness is the experience. I have to create it. It rains, but I enjoy the rain because I could dance in the rain. Happiness is going um, like where we are by the Thames, listening to the waves, and listening to the waves gives me happiness because it makes me feel that there is life and things are flowing. Okay. So, um, I don't know if you've ever, ever heard of the uh, the saying that variety is the spice of life. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, I recorded a podcast with um, a researcher who, who looks at um, life satisfaction mm -hmm. and one of the the main things that she suggests through her research is that when it comes to happiness variety is actually the spice of life yes and mm -hmm. what she mean, what she meant by that was um if if we want to be happy we have to experience lots of different things yes. in order to have an all-round happiness. Yes. So is there anything that, that you do from a day-to-day -day point of view that, that um, adds to your happiness? Is there any, any particular things that you enjoy doing to bring about happiness? Yes, um, yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because to me, every day I wake up, I have to do certain routines to get me into that state of joy and happiness. So I wake up in the morning and I like listening to the birds because when I hear them singing, it's as if they're saying to me, good morning, be grateful you're alive. So I do that. I do some meditation. 
And because we live quite near to the water as well, I go to the promenade and I listen to the waves. I connect with nature. So for me, happiness is connecting with nature. And I also wake up and I do my gratitude, things I'm grateful for. And I also sing this wonderful happy song, which I just go, wake up and feel happy, boom, boom. Wake up and feel happy, boom, boom. I feel like dancing around, boom, 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 boom. My kids think I'm crazy, but I do that every morning. And it makes me feel happy because I can sing. And I wear fruit hats. I decorate different hats as well. So like we've got Easter, I've got my hat made of Easter eggs and I walk around town being happy. And it's really good that people see me, they smile. So I do things for myself, my daily routine, doing my meditation, doing my singing, connecting to nature. And in the afternoon as well, I have like 15 minutes when I just sit down and I do something called the one minute smilence. I take a minute every day and I just smile as I recall happy moments in my life. So that makes me happy. And before I go to bed every night, I do the same thing. I recall happy moments in my life and then I just keep smiling. And that takes me into a state of happiness so that I can go to bed. Okay. So it almost sounds then that there are, um, different kinds of happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I mean by that is there's almost, um, you mentioned about listening to the birds on the morning, so it's almost um, a happiness here and now in the moment. Yes, yes, yes. But also um, a level of reflective happiness. Yes, definitely, yes. So one example of that for me is um, the smell of lavender. Oh, I can smell that now as you say that, yes. Um, So um, I'm very close to my maternal grandparents and in their front garden, they used to have a great big lavender bush. Mm -hmm. And um, every time I used to go visit them, especially during the summer, when the lavender was 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 in sort of bloom, um, the, the the smell of lavender would greet me before I went into their house. Wow, wow! So mentally, I connected the smell of lavender to the good times that I had with my maternal grandparents. Yes. But every time I then smell lavender, it those memories come back. Yes, yes, yes. So is there any anything for you that, that triggers a reflective happiness? My reflective happiness is really when I'm by the sea. Again, because I had a lot of my childhood experience by the sea, anytime I'm by the water, by the sea, by the waves, I can just sit back and it takes me back to those childhood days when I was really happy and I was playing around with my friends. So connecting with nature, and being by the sea really does help me do that kind of reflective happiness. Um, one one thing that somebody mentioned to me um, in a previous podcast was um, 
happiness is almost um it's almost like a child childlike mentality in terms of there are no stresses no strains of life mm -hmm. uh, so obviously when 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 you were a child um you just lived day by day yes exactly yeah um so do you uh, I, I can't think of an, another way of putting it mm -hmm. other than like a childlike mentality. Yes. It, yes. Do you do you find that you go into that 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 kind of um, moment of clarity, as it were, when 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 you're having your moments of happiness? Yes, I do, and that's one of the things I encourage people to do. And say, go back to that time when you were a child, when you were free from everything, and just be free and be childlike. Because sometimes the pressures of life, you know, you feel all down and all shut in. But if we can go down to that place of being childlike and be free and do what you want to do, it's just so refreshing and you know sometimes it's raining and you know we have the puddles and I go in there and I just dance in them because I think that is so fun so some people might think oh my god that's not good but I think it's good because you're that childlike and you just relaxed and I think the older I get the more I tend to act very childlike <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's almost as if, um, like you say, you get to a certain age, you do almost go back into that that childlike freeness of life. Yes, exactly. You know that. You know, I always say to people that childlike playfulness, and I always say to people, always act your shoe size and not your age. And that's my motto in life. <laughs> I'm a size eight, so I'm always acting like an eighty-year-old. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I am gonna try that tomorrow. Um, one of the one of the key words that that, that cropped up as you were talking was uh, the word gratitude. Yes. Um, how important do you think it is to be thankful for your moments of happiness? Mm. I believe you have to be thankful for your moments of happiness because the more you're happy, the more you're grateful and thankful, the more life gives you opportunities to be grateful, happy and thankful. I know that because it happens to me so many times. I am naturally that grateful and happy person and I always seem, opportunities seem to come my way to share happiness or to be happy. So definitely, it's a key part, and I do that every single morning and last thing at night. Because you mentioned that, um, obviously, happiness is an experience. Um, is, in your opinion, happiness something that you need to work on and to put effort into? At times, you know, when I said to you, there was a period of in my life, that five-year period, when I was like in a dark, depressive and really, really bad state, um, I 
couldn't see a way out. But, you know, once I got help, I started reaching out to people. I started realizing that for me to be happy, I need to be doing things. So hence, I started this different morning routine, trying different things, because I thought I have to be doing things to make myself happy, put myself into situations that I feel happiest at. And again, the more I'm happy, the more life gives me situations to be happy and to share happiness. Um, that's really interesting. I absolutely love that. Um, so do you think that um, having gone through um, a period of five years where you struggled, that that has helped you to appreciate happiness more? Yes, it sure has helped me to appreciate happiness more and be in the state of happy. And also it, it's really helped me as well to help other people as well because I run a happiness project and sometimes people come there and they feel down and they feel low and they tell you what's going on. And then I tell them a bit of my story and it goes, oh really, you was in that state too? I said, yes. I said, that's where we're here. So together we can make a way and I can show you some of the techniques that I've used so that you too can have something you do every single day you got to keep doing it continuously to be in that state. The One of the things that I've just sort of picked out of what you've just said there, Jenny, is um, almost that level of having a social network of people that you know that you can talk to. Yes, it's it's so important to have that network of people, people who may have gone through the same thing as you, just to, you know, when people come to the happiness club, they just sit down, we don't even say anything, just have a cup of tea or whatever, we just do some arts and craft and just sit down and naturally... People start talking, they start getting to know each other, they feel a bit safer, and they start sharing things. And that network of people, for me, it really did help me when I was trying to get back my happiness. Having that network of people that I could go to and felt safe. Mm -hmm. So do you think it, it helps, obviously, having people that you can talk to about uh, things that are happening, but also having a network of people who ultimately want the same thing as as you, for example, happiness. Yes, definitely. Definitely having that network of people and also having people who want the same thing. And the other thing I used to do was to read stories about people who've gone through situations, but they've turned their life around. It really helped me. It motivated me. And when you're with other people, you then realise oh my goodness, I'm not alone. So many people are going through the same thing, but at least we can be here and we can share and we can help each other. So if you were to give people, to the listeners, three top tips about happiness, mm -hmm. what would those three top tips be? I would say set your intention every morning to be happy set your intention to be happy 
Number two, the power of gratitude. Write down every morning, last thing at night, the things you're grateful for in life. And then number three, don't stress, you know, the small stuff. Just take each day as it comes and make the most of it. Take each day as it comes and make the most of it. One of the one of the things that, have, that, that that's come out of the the podcast so far is um, this idea that happiness isn't just a singular thing. Mm. It's actually a collection of moments. Yes. Um, and I think uh, quite traditionally, people think that happiness is this pursuit of this big, massive goal mm. that if you achieve it, life will be sorted. Exactly, no. I mean, a friend of mine, I don't know if you've heard of this lady called Pamela Gale. She runs the Society of Happy People. This, okay. the, it used to be called the Secret Society of Happy People. And she talks about 31 types of happiness. So she said happiness is made up of different things. So you've got things like being satisfied with life, being helpful, um, giving, confident, as she said, nostalgic, being motivated. So she said that there's 31 different types of happiness. So it'd be good to speak to her. And that that brings it to the point that you said happiness is not just one thing. It's a series of experience, different things. If I give to a charity that I like, I feel happy. Yeah. When I've got hope that things will get better, I feel happy. When I'm with people as well, I feel happy. Yeah. When I'm thankful, I feel happy. So there's different types of happiness, like she said. And I was quite amazed at 31 different types of happiness. Wow! Yeah, that that that's a lot of a lot of reasons to be happy. Yes, isn't it, exactly. Really? Yes, yes, it's reasons to be happy. Yes. So, just to round up a little bit, Jenny, as we come towards the end of the podcast, um, where can the listeners find out a little bit more about you and your happiness coaching um to find out more about me just check on um it could be on instagram on twitter on facebook confident queen jenny but it's jenny with a g g-e-n-n-y so confident queen jenny or you could go to my website www.confidentqueenjenny.com fabulous um I've checked out your website and all that kind of stuff. There's some really, really good good content out there that Jenny's put out. So I really do encourage the listeners to to, to check out Confident Queen Jenny. Um, however, Jenny, we can't, um, we can't finish the podcast without mentioning a certain... <laughs> um, <laughs> certain audition program shall we call it (laughs) 
Would you like to enlighten the uh, the listeners a little bit about that, Jenny? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a funny thing, really. Um, it was a friend of mine who said to me one day, um, um, he said, oh, Jenny, um, do you want to audition for Britain's Got Talent? And I was like, really? What do I want to do that for? And he said to me, oh, I bet you £50 you wouldn't do it. I said, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> for £50, I was like, yeah. So um, I went to the first audition. That was in London Excel, and there were so many people there. So I got through the first audition. I came back. He said to me, how did you get on? I said, you wouldn't believe it. I am through to the live audition, and I've got to go to Cardiff. He said, Jenny, oh, my God, what did you actually do? Because you can't sing, you can't dance. What did you, you can't even tell jokes. What did you do? So I said, you don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. So the long and short of it is that I went to Cardiff to do this audition, and I was the last one on stage, actually. But before me, they had said no to a lot of um, participants. So... <laughs> I was due to come stage. Now, imagine I'm the confident queen. I was backstage and Simon Cowell just looked at me and I felt so scared. I had these big glasses and my big hat on as well. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so scared. But I managed to go in and I thought, I'm not going to look at Simon Cowell. So he said, OK, so what do you want to do? So I said, oh, I can't sing. I can't dance. I'm just here to have a laugh. He goes, all right, go on then. So I was going, I'll just give you a little bit of it. I was going, confident queen, that's who I am. Listen to me, listen to me. Everybody listen to me. Feel confident, feel confident. Every day just feel confident. I went on and he said, um, have you got anything else to do? Anything else to sing? I was like, this guy, is he a joke or something? So the only song I could remember was something I used to sing as a child. I was going, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> and then Simon Cowell did it and everyone did it. But you know the funny thing that happened? Two funny things happened. David Williams then said to me, do you want to smell Simon? I was like, oh my gosh. So they got me off the stage to smell Simon. And they said to me, what does he smell like? I was like, I don't know. Then the second thing that happened, when it came to voting, all the judges said yes, but Simon was having doubts. But the whole audience, I love the people from Cardiff. The Welsh people are brilliant. And they were going, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. And then Simon said, I'm going to say yes. So it was such a wonderful experience. And again, it was mission accomplished, went to spread happiness. And just to say to people, whatever you do, just be confident and believe in yourself. I absolutely love that. Did you watch it? Did you watch the audition? Uh, I did, yes. I did, yes. I was... Uh, Crazy. I've, I've watched it a few times and I've, I've ended up uh, tapping my feet to it. Uh, it was... Uh, it, it put a smile on my face. It put a smile on my face. Um... Just for the listeners, the 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 audition, Jenny's audition, is actually on YouTube. So go check it out. Thank you, Jenny. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you Thank today. You. Um, 
thank you for being a a, a guest on thank the podcast. You. Um, what I'll do is I'll send you over the link to the to where the podcast is, so you can okay, have a listen brilliant. as well. And I'll share. Thank you very much for the opportunity as well. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute All pleasure. Right, Thank you very care. much. All right. Speak Bye-bye. to you soon. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for listening to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Come back next time for more conversation about happiness.